first time in a while I'm hosting this on my own. Obviously, I've had for the last couple of weeks special guests, part of the younger Blue Abroad community. Community, it's been great to have a lot of, uh, at least people my age. I think, um, sort of, uh, I think at least for kids my age, we've lost touch with our generation, as most have probably jumped off since we've had a quite rough period. Fortunately, this episode is only audio. I'm having a bit of issues with uh, recording at the moment, uh, camera-wise. It's much harder on my own. I don't really have a proper camera as such. It's just been off my phone, and with Skype, it's much easier. Recording with someone else is like it goes straight to my computer, whereas the phone, there is no easy way to transfer transfer to the computer, unfortunately. So. Today will just be uh, audio, so apologies for that if anyone is a fan of video recordings. No, that can be a bit more interesting sometimes, but bear with me for today. Hopefully this doesn't go on for another week, but I do apologise. There may be a couple of weeks where this happens, but uh, yeah. But anyways, obviously main topic for today, round one review of the AFLW season kicked off, well at least when I'm recording this, this is on the night of the actual game that was just played, so obviously lost to Collingwood by 19 points, final score was Collingwood 6844, Carlton 3725, so overall, I, I mean, it was very disappointing start to finish, I got a lot to talk about, a lot to chat on the topic. I was lucky enough to be at the game today. First time I've been to Princess Park in for probably probably two years. Honestly, I, I don't remember being there for a long time. Passed it a couple of times, but not properly being there. It was it was nice. It was nice to be back at the footy, albeit half a stadium with half of it being knocked down. So it was a little weird. Um, did feel weird watching the footy that early in January as well. Didn't feel right for some reason. Something just didn't feel completely right about it. But um, no, it was good to have the, the footy back. Um, but obviously a disappointing result. My, my first initial reaction, there was, I mean, like I said, a lot of talking points. I thought we didn't deserve to win. I think the score was a good reflection of that game in 360 was all around I just thought we weren't really there on the day I don't think we really showed up and it was more evident from a fan's perspective at the game than probably what it was on TV and even though people have said similar things but from what I saw and I paid attention to the whole team there were some really poor efforts all around and it was really disappointing what I saw at times just in terms of intent and purpose and, you know, the, the game that this meant to the whole community, it was very disappointing. Uh, obviously, we kicked the first goal, got off to a good start. We, we brought the game to Collingwood and we brought that intensity, that, you know, ferocity that, of course, is talked about in the ch- change rooms, the huddles, whether it's actually executed on the ground is a different story and, you know... It was, but then it quickly dropped off once the game really set in and 
heart rates go up, the, you know, the energy levels decrease, and it, it was it was obvious Collingwood had prepared for something similar. I think they set themselves up to endure a pretty heavy first five or six minutes, and then use their structure and game plan to counter-attack what we were doing. A couple things I picked up early on, I mean, we kicked that first goal and didn't really pose a threat the rest of the quarter. Collingwood's defensive transition was very smart. The way they did it structurally, they made sure that when they were getting out of their defensive 50, they were they were giving themselves options that were making space, providing leads, creating gaps around the ground, compared to us where we really didn't seem to know where we wanted to go. Our kicking was quite poor, where we weren't really hitting our targets well enough, and I think it put us under a lot of pressure where we were too scared to take risks, hit up a lead, you know, there was not much urgency with that, they just decided to take the easy route and bomb on most of the time, which you can't afford to do that, especially against good teams like Collingwood, who are really adaptable and are able to move around, shift their structures, so they can rebound and create more opportunities. And that's what they did in the end, and that's where they found their strengths to counter us and score their goals from. From a fan's perspective, it was really hard to tell who was who, I have to say. Um one thing I've really noticed with our side so far is we're very small. Very, very small. Apart from Bree Moody, there is no one who stands out. I, I, if I had to take a guess, I'd say the average height size is around 170. Oh, no, not even. Prob- probably one, you know, high 160s. It's very low. It was very hard to tell who was who. So... Some of my judgments, most of my judge, judgments are made off what I saw team-wise. I'm not, I, it's very hard to pick out individuals because there were really only a couple I could recognise at times, especially that the game was played on the camera end a lot of the time. So it was hard to tell who was who at points and the forward line was probably the easiest time when it was down the... Um, when it was down the grandstand end, otherwise it was very, very hard to tell. But it was, yeah, just disappointing the way we set up structurally. I think we, well, I'm not sure. I'm going to say we as if it was the, the girls themselves. I think it was a coaching problem that they expected Collingwood to sort of play against us, so against our structures, whereas they took their game to us and we weren't prepared for that we didn't set up to counter what Collingwood had put in place and you know like I said our kicking just wasn't on today Very like at times it was but there were just times where we weren't able to take a risk move forward through the middle of the ground you know where Maddie sort of thrives and it just, it just wasn't enough urgency with the ball and we let Collingwood put the pressure on us we'd often just you know turn it over and give them opportunities going forward and they basically created a lead that was sort of hard to come back from given like given the actual momentum of the game we never seemed to kick two in a row and it was a little hard to work our way back into it um i get the three 50 meter penalties did not know what any of them were for. Most of them weren't really near where the grandstands were. 
couple, but you know what I mean. All you can hear is a whistle and a hand being pointed the other direction. Of course, yeah, they did create, obviously, some controversies, and that, that does change the game, but, I mean, ultimately, I think Collingwood would have won with, with or without them. There was another decision, I think, that was really poor as well, which was, um, I think it was... Let me quickly check. Courtney, I think it was Courtney Jones. Yeah, Courtney Jones. She marked it, but it wasn't paid to mark. She was sort of marking whilst jumping backwards, and look, that is poor for any team that that gets called against. Would have put us three points behind. You, you never know. We could have changed something, but overall, I don't think it was enough to really... I think it was just sort of summarised our day in a way, you know, just a, a couple little things don't go our way and just didn't work in the end. I, I was very, very surprised match fitness was, and this is the biggest talking point I sort of want to touch on. I had a couple of notes throughout the game. So there was sort of a couple little sort of subcategories relating to match fitness. So uh, one of them I sort of picked up straight away was our opposition marking very poor at times, very lazy, our intense. I thought we just let Collingwood find their way into gaps and, and stay there and and stay there for a good amount of time before the ball even got to them. So whether that is just positionally our side being poor, not knowing their role, which I don't think it is because I think individually each player knows what they're meant to be doing each game, knows where they're meant to be going around the ground. So I just think Collingwood really outplayed us structurally. They, they knew where we try and target their offensive transitions so we could rebound their ball, which it never worked. But that was very poor. I think it happened too many times and it never happened on our end where we could get out into space and find an option. So you know, that's where I can relate it back to match fitness, you know, was this just, you know, a lack of energy when you needed to transition and put that pressure on, I just, it's hard to say, and, you know, I was thinking before, this team only had one practice game against St Kilda, and look, St Kilda got absolutely smashed by Richmond, who were another, you know, newer team, so what, whether it was the right team to play or not, I mean, I know you got to play someone, but I just think that was not the right team to play for match fitness. They probably went out of, came out of that game and thought they were a bit better than what they were in terms of fitness and running out the games. So it it was disappointing on that end. Another thing I saw that really frustrated me was the jogging I saw. Which maybe I'm being harsh because it was, you know, it was a pretty decent 26, 27 degrees out there. It was warm, and I understand that can be a factor. I mean, like I even myself, I get really tired in the heat. So I can understand you people get really tired in the heat, but there were times where it was a close game, and individuals, and there were individuals I picked up, but I'm not going to shame, you know, shame anyone, I think it's just fair to say it was quite all round, but there were certain individuals that were just jogging to the ball when it was right near them, with no real sense of urgency, no 
no mean of sprint efforts or nothing like that. It was just really poor, really, really poor. The ball would be right near them and they wouldn't, just no urgency to pick it up, just jogging and hoping it would fall in there, you know, land in their lap. And it never did, and the same kept happening again and again. And whether that created a bit of, you know, team frustration, maybe, I mean, maybe that was evident that it just wasn't working out for anyone, created a bit of disappointment around the group, but I, that really upset me, I think, especially in the game, the context of the game, where you're playing your arch-rivals, round one, you want to get a win on the board, and it just seemed as if, because it wasn't as if they had given up, I think they were just all, it's hard to put a word on it, maybe unsatisfied with the execution of their game, whether they thought that they were expecting something different, that the game would sort of give them more opportunities than what it really presented, and it sort of showed that they just let themselves down, the way they played, the way they presented themselves, the efforts they gave, and out of everything that upset me the most, because skill errors, sure, that's no problem, I mean, it happens, but when you make a skill error and you don't back it up by putting on that, you know, second effort, those one percenters, that's what really makes the game harder for you, what what makes it an easier task for the opposition, that's what Collingwood capitalised on, where they would absolutely pounce on second efforts, their one percenters, I mean, it's a bit frustrating stats-wise, AFLW.com, really nothing to go off, it's very basic stats, i got to say, which is very disappointing, compared to the men's, I think that's a bit of a, look, I mean, to me, that's for someone who's interested in stats, there is really the basics, disposals, kicks, handballs, marks, hitouts, tackles, goals, behinds, but, you know, no efficiency, no, ta- like, very poor, I'm very disappointed in that, so it would have been nice to see this one percenters, you know, the second efforts, nothing on that, but I, that really disappointed me, I was very upset with what I saw from some players, I like I said, I know it can be hot, and I know you can, energy can be really, like it can be, very fatiguing, but at the end of the day, look, you're not running 24-7, you're at least on your feet, you aren't doing, you're not sprinting 24-7, so to just put a sprint effort in for 10 seconds, and there's a good chance that you'll be tackled and it'll be a ball up, that was, it it was a very congested game, so I don't know, just little things like that can really get on, you know, get on a lot of people's nerves, honestly, you just want to see a four-quarter effort where everyone, you at least play to the final siren, and I think, like I said, even with those sins that went against us, even if they didn't happen, I still don't think it would have gone our way, I just think Collingwood were too smart with the way they with the way they combated our game plan whether there was a game plan from our end because we just crashed really early and it was very disappointing I think the goal, well it wasn't a goal, but the, the, the Nick Stevens era where we were running on the win two-on-one, I mean, well, yeah, sort of two-on-one, where you just have to poke it over to, can't remember, but someone was in the goal square waiting, it went over ahead, went in for a behind, just little things like that, I mean, they can really make it, 
make or break a game and I'm very pessimistic and those little things just throw me off and there are things where they lose you the game even when there's heaps of time left and just yeah like I said being the pessimist I am will call it out but like that's your game and reminds me like I said this last year with the men's if you go back to round one Harry when he played on instantly said game over and it was only five points but those are things that just break your team that you think god if we'd scored that that would have changed everything even the same the Bulldogs game we were up by 25 maybe 30 and I you just say one more goal and this is it and we kick a point and then there's the Bulldogs come back and it's just it's just little things and maybe it's just the Carlton's in even but just it's little things and I think that just let us down in the end and with such a short season with nine you know nine rounds ten rounds now like you don't have much time to improve and even with you know the men's competition you have 22 rounds to improve and you very rarely ever do see teams improve in 22 rounds it's an off-season thing so when you know when we talk about match fitness I think that's a real problem because I don't think that's going to improve do not think that will improve by the end of the season. Uh, we're off to Brisbane next week, so I'm not sure what the weather will be like there, but I couldn't see it being cool by any means, so that's going to be another difficult task. And I go back to match fitness, another another thing noticed, uh, probably noticeable on TV as well, where uh, we sort of, this is close to the boundary line where Carlton player would be running towards the ball two Collingwood players behind and you can tell they'll straight away be under pressure and there'll be no Carlton players around to assist to help out to shepherd nothing and it goes back to those lazy jogging efforts where we just expect the ball will come to us the plays will just magically be created and they weren't so you know team cohesion if that's a problem but it doesn't seem like it's a problem and maybe the focus was too much on building team connection rather than or to off the field rather than on the field which is could happen with the men's for all we know where the team connection seems very good off the field but you know compare that to on the field on the field is that the same is it the same scenario where I think with these girls they didn't really connect on an on field level they seem to just not understand what each other wanted in terms of play, you know. Uh, and this is where I, I talk about most players being the same height was really a problem. We really didn't have a lot of uh, variety going up forward. Even in the midfield, there's not a lot of depth because we rely on the same type of players to get the ball. Maddie was good centre clearance-wise. The only issue I had with Maddie today was that she was very poor getting the ball to a target once she'd kicked it out of the middle of the ground so it was very disappointing that we hadn't prepared better for that especially with that talent where Bree Moody was absolutely dominating in the ruck but to have no structure winning a centre clearance is really disappointing I mean when you have that advantage on the ground you take it and we did not take it 
Collingwood would rebound Mark and then Mark and they'd go off. So little things like that again, and it was just disappointing. I think height really will matter, especially when you lose key tools like Alison Downey. I mean, you lose so much variety to kick to in the forward line. It's so predictable now for this team where they'll kick it in. And there's three, three, four of them are the same height, and the Collingwood, ha- the Collingwood back line had tools that were prepared for that. So it was very disappointing from that end that we weren't ready to at least challenge Collingwood, at least m- make them accountable for their positioning, marking, where it was just very upsetting to see that there was really no communication from the coaching staff to on-field where we could have made a change, a little, you know, a niggle somewhere in the ground where we could have made more leads, made more space. It was very disappointing. So, look, those were the main things I had to say from that game. I mean, I don't want to review the whole game itself quarter by quarter because everyone's watched it, everyone, while most people have. And I'm not sure what to say with this team. It's very concerning, if I had to be completely honest. But I think my reaction is much more harsh because I saw a very lazy effort at times. Just very poor. And I see a lazy team and I think that's so disrespectful to the people who are watching you, supporting you. Just very disappointed on a lot of levels, especially, like I said, the context of the game. To have no real urgency at times, it was very disappointing. And I guess it's more frustrating because, and I I might sound absolutely crazy, but, you know, one loss, it feels like four or five, especially when you play ten games. The fear now is going 0-2, because once you're 0-2, I mean, now you realistically need five wins to get into finals. You, you you can only lose one or two more sort of thing. So, and especially like a team against Brisbane who got thumped by Adelaide, they're, they're going to be absolutely starving to make up for that. And I didn't watch any of that, and I've got no idea how that went, but just, you can imagine, a team that gets pumped like that in the first round, they're reigning premiers, to dish that up is very disappointing. So obviously they're going to want to beat us. But, you know, we should want to beat them as badly to prove that we are still a team that can contend. And I think if you can beat Brisbane, it does show that we are a lot more competitive than what people think. I think this team's competitive, but it just doesn't have that edge. That 360 complete like all dimensions of the ground are covered structurally, positionally we, I don't think we're there yet I think the young girls definitely had a bit of a problem today figuring themselves out positionally they seemed very lost, some of them and like I said, I don't really want to name names because there were some that really seemed out of it and didn't provide a lot of intent or urgency but I think there's still bit too much to work on especially when the season started I mean really how much time is there to work with not a lot so I'm really hoping we can bounce back in a really short amount of time but now on to the votes 
bit of a player analysis, just sort of go through each, not each player, but just go through sort of each line and see where we went well, where we didn't. My votes this week, I, I'm going to do a 3-2-1 process. It was very hard when, like I said, you just can't see a lot on the field, so I thought it was, I, I, it's very hard to give my 2-1. My 3, I'm going to give to Bree Moody. Uh, she was fantastic. Her ruck work was really fantastic. Her ability to just be aware of what was around her, left and right, in the centre bounds. And I can understand that's very difficult for a ruck when you are trying to compete against someone coming right at you, but it was really fantastic the way she hit it down to a lead and gave our mids a chance to run and create play. It was really fantastic for Miranda, and I thought she definitely de deserved the three votes. Two and one's hard. Uh, I don't think any of our forwards had an insanely terrific impact. Uh, you know, there was Darcy... I thought she kicked the first goal from what I was like. It was very all-scrambled, I thought she was must have been Lucy McAvoy she was one or Abby, Abby Mackay Lucy McAvoy and Courtney Jones were our goal kickers I'm not sure who kicked the first one but I thought it was Darcy but anyways Darcy she she was she was she did pretty well I think she was in terms of a girls who went over the, you know put their head over the ball and really went in she was definitely one of our best whether she if she was in for the votes, I'm not too sure. It's very hard. Maddie, like I said, she got her hands on the ball. She was prolific, but the problem was I just don't think her efficiency was great today. Don't. And the stats on the AFLW website uh, aren't very good at all. But um, I, I think she could have just been a bit more effective the way she kicked. I wish I could see efficiency because maybe I sound stupid right now, but from what I remember, I just don't think she was really on the ball today. She seemed a bit off. I think she seemed nervous. It feels like it's her team now. Not that it's an individual, but I think people could agree when I say it's her team that people now rely on her, and it's a common trend now with most, most AFLW teams that it will be one midfield player who is the main reliance on that team to create plays, to make plays, to make space, all these different things. So I think she seemed a bit nervous and all that reliance on her to provide some hit up you know, hit up balls, all these sort of things. So I think for her effort and the way she did convey herself, I will give Maddie the two today. For our one, uh, yet again another difficult task. I'm not sure who I want to give my one to because no one really seemed to stand up when it mattered. A couple made themselves prevalent at times, but it's, it's, it was it's it's very hard, and especially like I said, when you couldn't see who had who had the ball most of the time. It was very hard to tell who was actually having an impact. Uh, Paige, Trudgeon, new player, she had two touches. Unfortunately, it wasn't a lot in the end. Annie Lee had two touches as well. 
So yeah, new girls are uh, and just good four touches, but she had she had uh, 20, 12 hit outs, sorry, so that, that was, you know, a good backup effort in terms of our ruck options, but unfortunately, yeah, our younger girls didn't have an impact, which was unfortunate, thought Mimi Hill would be back today, I'm not sure, guess she wasn't, Grace Egan, I heard talks of her being injured, couldn't see anything else, saw one thing on Twitter and that was it, so I'm not too sure, I hope she's okay. Same to Bree Davy uh, of Collingwood, who uh, unfortunately injured. Same serious. I think it probably is an ACL, so best wishes to her in her recovery. But I'm, uh, yeah, my one look. I, I don't think I can genuinely give a one to anyone being on it, like an honest one vote. I think there's no one that really stood out for me that really did the job well actually no I take that back whoever was defending Sabrina Frederick Traub gets my one vote I think it was Charlotte Wilson I'm very confident with Charlotte Wilson um oh, she not playing apparently <laughs> oh my but I think whoever was defending her gets my one vote uh, I, I, w I want to find a name because I do feel bad just listing a player that I couldn't tell it's very hard to tell but I'm going to just give some adjectives whilst I don't know the name but they were very good uh, physically, really stopped her from getting a handle on the ball while she did at times she was never ever confident with her disposal and always sort of tried to maneuver herself and never could so it was very good defending really pushed her out and made it a difficult task to really defend it could have been Jess Delpos or Annie Lee I'm not too sure but whoever it was did really really fantastically so massive props I feel so bad not knowing but it was like I said it was really hard to tell I do not remember a lot but that will be my one and I will figure that out and talk about the next episode last sort of talking point on to next week against Brisbane it's a must win I, I, I don't think a loss I think a loss this season over already so pessimistic of me but look I can't help seeing past that but I do think that a loss is season over especially with sort of the run of games we have where it doesn't get any easier after Brisbane where you play the Bulldogs which you know they're, they're pretty similar to us so it's really a season on the line game so early on unfortunately but yeah look when you have the Bulldogs afterwards it doesn't make life any easier but it's one week at a time, as we know. So we're just going to stick with the lines right now. But I think I'm going to make an early prediction. A loss, because I'm so pessimistic, but it's the reverse psychology. I'm going to say a loss by 10. But I think it will be a very low-scoring game that will go down to the wire somehow because I think both teams in that type of scenario where you've lost you know, not badly, well Brisbane at least badly in round one 
you want to back it up, you're too scared to concede, so I do think it will be very low scoring, very defensive minor game. But I'm just hoping for a win, hoping for the girls to get back on track. Not much news otherwise, I mean, the you know, the boys have been on break. This girls season just started, it's been very, very dry in terms of news at the moment. So not a lot to talk about. Guests in the future, not too sure at this point. I'm looking to sort of get guests back in the next couple of weeks. I think it's sort of good to have a bit of a, you know, have a little bit of a chat just on my own practice that it does get a bit awkward talking to yourself at times, I have to admit. But it is a good experience. It is fun to record and just chat about a team who upsets a lot of us quite often but until next episode hopefully we'll be back on video I'm hoping I can at least get some type of setup at the moment like I said the phone is a bit of a problem because storage tends to screw me over and it, the video will stop recording at a certain time due to storage which I can't control so I do not want to record a half video. So apologies for that. Hopefully back to normal next week or the week after. I do not think I'll be able to watch next week's game, unfortunately. I have secured a, a position at Sandy Dragons Media, which is a NAB League team. If you want to follow the Sandy Dragons, I'll be doing some pieces on the players and the boys and girls programs. So the training comes back next week. So unfortunately I won't be able to watch the Blues AFLW side next week so hopefully I can give a review if I see enough but if not I hope you enjoy today's review podcast first one so I mean first one for the 2022 season let me know your thoughts on the game let me know what who you thought performed well who didn't perform well your predictions for the Blues next week and probably your overall prediction I want to know what you think will happen in the next couple of weeks but until then have a good week everybody until you seen and until until i see you next time go blues <laughs>